interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome back another edition of the Words on Fire podcast. It's your boy Cujo riding solo this time uh, after a little two-week hiatus due to uh, just crazy-ass schedules, just all kinds of crazy shit going on in my life. Um, remember, follow us again on the uh, YouTube channel if you already are at the Words on Fire podcast, on the Words on Fire podcast on Instagram. Uh, we had an internet site, but I don't know, know how to use it, so I just deleted that shit. <laughs> um also Spotify and all that other good stuff if you're hearing that in the audio. Today we have a very special guest. Now this lady is somebody I've been trying to get a hold of for a while because I want to get some information about uh, certain things, certain topics. She goes by the name of Irene Armendariz Jackson. She's running for, is it 16th? 15th. Texas 16th. Uh-huh. Texas 16th on the uh, Republican side, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Irene, thank you first and foremost. Thank you for taking your time to come out here. I know it's been it, it, it's been eventful to get this day to finally come uh, on both ends. And so, again, I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you actually coming out here and even, um, you know, lending your voice to uh, introduce yourself more to, you know, people that might not have um, the opportunity to see or hear what you got to say. Uh, I, I think it's very important, especially since you're running for office, to get, uh, uh, you know, see a different side of a person, you know, because you always see um it, it's just like a new relationship you always meet the representative first mm-hmm. then a year later you meet the actual person it's already right. too damn late <laughs> right, so i was like right. so I, I, you know here we like to peel back um as you know we're not doing anything scripted because right I, I don't like that it's, it's 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 disingenuine right um irene tell the people a little bit about yourself well, first of all, thank you so much for having me and not giving up and working with our <laughs> crazy schedule. Got to keep fighting. <laughs> well, one of the things that, that I want people to understand is that I'm a native of El Paso, mm-hmm. born and raised. We mm-hmm. raised, my husband and I are going on 29 years of being married. Damn. And we raised three girls. Mm-hmm. We, our oldest is married. Okay. She has four babies. So Damn. we're grandparents. And our middle one is 24. Wow. And she just graduated with her master's degree from uh, Pepperdine. And nice. tomorrow, her and my husband leave to take her to law school. Oh. And so, and then we have a little one. We have a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. She's not okay. so little, but she will always be little, right? The baby's <laughs> yes. always a baby. Yes. But um, I, my mom and dad still mm. live in the same home where they raised me, which is in the Shalmont area. Okay. I went to Huey uh, Elementary, okay. Ross, and... And I went to Burgess, even though I was closer to Austin, mm-hmm. 54 divides. And so I like to tell people when, because I tell them I went to Burgess and they look at me like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, but I'm from the other side of the tracks. So. I'm from the other Burgess. Yes, yes. <laughs> I used to think that people that lived on in the Burgess area mm-hmm. were rich. Okay. Now my husband and I live there and mm-hmm. I realize, no, they're, they're not rich <laughs> because we're not rich. But the times are different though, because I mean, El Paso is... It's crazy, and the thing I don't, I don't understand about El Paso, it's such a huge, beautiful city, but we're so small-town-minded. 
Absolutely. What do you think? Well, why is that? Why why do you think that our leadership has allowed us to keep that small town mentality? Well, we're not going to put it on the leadership. We're all free free thinking human beings Mm -hmm. and we need to be um, aware of what's going on and Mm -hmm. be involved. And, you know, I tell this even to my Republican friends Mm -hmm. that, you know, we have over 60 years of Democrat control here in El Paso. Right. And can we say that we're better off? The truth is that we are worse off because mm-hmm. people like Beto O'Rourke have been in office okay. and Veronica Escobar, who I'm running against. Right. And so we can't say that unless you're in law enforcement or um, something to do with the government, mm-hmm. then really there's no good paying jobs in right. El Paso. And why is that? There's a lot of powers that be on both sides of the aisle mm-hmm. that like to control the especially the labor here in El Paso. Yep. There's a very strong industry that moves El Paso, and that industry is construction. Mm-hmm. And I felt it at a very personal level because my dad, that's how he put bread and and, and butter in our on our table. Right. But unfortunately, because of our proximity to Ciudad Juarez, mm-hmm. a lot of illegal people come and underbid the jobs. Right. And so my dad had to leave months at a time. Mm-hmm. And he would leave my mom with four kids to go to either Midland or Odessa, you know, with the right. oil boom, and or he would go to California. He would go after the good-paying uh, work, which right. was the same work. And he would tell me, he would tell us, you know, I, I'm going to start my own company. Then he starts his own company, and he just couldn't, he couldn't get ahead because he refused to hire illegals. Right. And my dad's from Mexico. My dad's from Torreón, Coahuila. Okay. And my mom's from Ciudad Juarez. So mm-hmm. actually, my first language is Spanish. Spanish. You see, and, and that's that's something that's 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 weird because I, I know a lot of people well, well i guess it, it's portrayed that if you're hispanic right or i, I hate you would say hispanic that's some bullshit word if you're mexican or mexican-american mm-hmm. you should automatically be a democrat right right because because you know everybody says uh you know when we talk about illegal immigration or whatnot everybody's like oh well we don't want those guys well first of all it's not that it's not that you don't like that race it's it's the fact of the illegality of it absolutely right it, it's, absolutely. it's not that and and it's fun it, it's weird when you hear or when you see a person of color i guess you could say like such right. as us actually say that with the republican because the national view on republicans are they're all racist right because right. trump trump was uh when he was in office if you voted if you liked anything he said then you're racist like him you know you're racist by trade by 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 representation guilty Absolutely. by guilty by the party by association yeah so how 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 did you being somebody who like you said your 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 father was from mexico you are mexican your first language was spanish how did you become a republican so it all started because I started being aware of the pro-life movement mm-hmm. and what was going on in the abortion industry. And this happened during the George W. Bush era, okay. the son. And so I started talking to my parents. I wasn't very involved, unfortunately, here in El Paso, mm-hmm. within our Hispanic, Mexican-American, whatever, the, the community here. Right. Voting is not a priority. Mm-hmm. A very small percentage of the population here in El Paso, and I'm talking about like 3%, okay. actually decide and make decisions for the rest of us right but it's on us it's mm-hmm. on us because until we get involved and we understand the issues and we know what we're voting for and who we're voting for right we will continue this vicious cycle so it, it started with the pro-life mm-hmm. being a born-again christian i started paying attention to 
wait a minute, the Democrats promote abortion all the time. And it's, it wasn't even the, as crazy as it is right now. Right. I mean, right be, before it was almost like a taboo to talk about it. It was mm-hmm. hush hush. It was a private thing. Now they're out in the open screaming. Uh, they're, what do they say? Yell, scream your abortion. Mm-hmm. And when we realize what an abortion is, mm-hmm. it that is the ultimate dehumanizing um event that you could actually impose on a human being okay i mean when you dismember a baby in the womb right this is a, a human being with legs with a sensory the the the, the nerves are formed within weeks of mm-hmm. being um in, in the in the pre- pregnancy in the gestation mm-hmm. cycle where if you they feel pain you see, and now we have such an advanced technology. You see them smiling, crying, playing, running around when there's twins in the womb. Mm-hmm. You even see them playing with each other. So how can we say that it's a blob of cells? And how can we say that a woman has uh, the the authority over that body? They mm-hmm. don't. They may have authority over their own body, which as a born-again Christian, I don't even believe we have a authority of over our own body we actually are going to render an account to god of what we did Mm -hmm. with our body but that's what got me started and i started paying attention and i started telling my parents hey wait a minute you we we can't vote this way because if we say that we're Mm pro-life this party does not support life right and this is in our founding documents you hear the democrats falsely say that abortion is a constitutional right. Mm-hmm. On the contrary, our founding documents say life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. Number one is life. Why? Because if you don't have life, the other rights don't matter. Right. And so we are a people, and I'm talking about the Hispanic community, Mexican-American. I know we have a lot of people like my parents who have come from Mexico mm-hmm. and are now naturalized citizens. And we have a lot of first generation like myself right. who were born here. But we still have that Mexican culture tradition. Mm-hmm. How many people go to our baby showers? A lot. I had over 100 <laughs> people at my first at my first baby shower. How can we say that we don't celebrate life, that we don't value life. And so the Democrats have said for years, and we have allowed it, Mm -hmm. the the other side, the opposition has allowed it. I tell my Republican friends, and and, you know, like when I I spoke with um, Attorney General Paxton, I said, where have you been? Mm -hmm. Our people here in El Paso have been voting uh, in in a way because they've been seduced to with lies Mm -hmm. to vote in that in that way and then it turns around and the only thing that happens to us is we are deeper in debt Mm -hmm. do you know that we are the the city of of the five largest cities in the nation we are one of the ones that has the most debt Mm. because of the leadership that we have we are we're already talking generations that are not going to be able to pay for this right but i so going back to the original question, what got me started, it was actually the pro-life and okay. being aware just in that alone mm-hmm. that the Democrats since then, not as crazy as they are now, but even since then, promoted the death of babies in the womb of their mothers. So are you completely against any type of abortion, even if it's um, medically needed or... Um, so, so I know there have been... It's been like I said, it was a hot, it was a huge hot topic when the right. Roe versus Wade 
um, overturned, and it, it's it's I guess it's different since I'm a guy. Uh, I'm not allowed to have an opinion right. since I'm a guy. So right. you know, naturally, I guess it, it depends. I guess how I identify that day. That's what allows <laughs> me to have an opinion. Um, right. But my opinion has always been that of I can't tell you what to do. At the end of the day, that person has to live with themselves with their whatever opinion they have or whatever choices they make right right that's that's out of my hands whatever they do they do but there are some cases where it's medically needed for to happen because uh it's been stated that if that doesn't happen then the mom might not survive or it's been said that there's either some kind of not deformity but some kind of um so the, the the baby's gonna have life changing, you know, it's because it's missing certain chromosomes or something's gonna happen where it's not gonna be able to fulfill a full life, and you're automatically setting them up for failure. Uh-huh. What's your what's your what's your thoughts? Well, on you that? you just kind of unloaded a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, on yeah, me. no, it's a so lot. So I'll try to I'll try to do one at a time. Right. First of all, let me ask you: Do you fear God? Mm, well, I'm I'm atheist. Okay, so, so did you see the creation around us? Mm-hmm. There's a creator. Mm-hmm. So we didn't come from nothing. Okay. So there's a creator. And that creator created everything that's around us, mm-hmm. including hum- uh, human beings. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you another question. If you're walking down the street and you see a mom, okay, okay not a dad, a mom beating on their child senseless where mm-hmm. they're causing them harm and even death will you stand on the platform of i'm a man that's the mom and she has a right to do whatever she wants will you allow that child to be murdered in front of you if now i'm not so on that case if if the mom is just whooping the kid's ass whoop the kid's ass i'm fine with that i i've got a lot of ass weapons myself so but if you're getting to a point where the kid's unconscious or there's bodily harm that's going to be a huge extent where there's going to be tragic events that happen mm-hmm. no I, I i i cannot as a guy stand there and witness that and not do nothing so do you know what an abortion is uh from what little bit i'm able to be given the opportunity to read because like i said i'm a guy so i'm not allowed to have opinion mm-hmm. um it, it's just from what i've seen it, is just the taking of what i guess the, depending who you speak to um is the uh taking it out of a uh, the clump of cells that are in you you go in there you basically cut off the life support of whatever uh, the fetus that's in there and then you take out whatever was already preformed Okay, so within days of a baby, of the fertilization of an egg, mm-hmm. within days, the baby has nails, it has senses, it feels pain. Okay. And so what an abortion is, and this is very critical for everybody to understand, going back to what I asked you of the, if you would allow a mom to kill their, right, child, their child, would you allow her to get a chainsaw and cut her his arm off mm-hmm. right in front of you? No. Would you? No. Okay, so an abortion is a, a pair of pliers with a fancy medical name mm-hmm. that go into the uterus, grab whatever they can first, which is usually the leg, mm-hmm. and they pull with all, all their might, Okay. and they yank it off. Okay. There is, you can go and watch a video called, um, 
Is it the moral outcry? Silent scream. Yes, the silent scream. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, an, years ago when the um, sonograms started, uh, they started using a sonograms. An abortionist used to sonogram mm -hmm. thinking this is going to help me. You know, I be able to perform the abortion and not cause any harm to the woman and okay. et cetera, et cetera. That was the last abortion he he did. Why? Because he saw what is inside the mom. Mm -hmm. First of all, when the, the pair pliers invade the uterus, it is scientifically proven that the baby pushes itself to the top of the uterus, trying to preserve its life. Okay. Then the adult holding the pair pliers grabs the legs pulls it and of course the baby's no match right to just like the, the child that we're talking about right. is no match for an adult mm -hmm. and they pull with all their might and they tear it off okay. this is a dismemberment and the baby screams but okay. nobody hears it right then they go back in and they pull off another leg the baby screams in pain again but nobody hears it mm -hmm. and then they go after the arms Okay. So now you have a leg and a torso. Mm -hmm. Then after that, the last thing they do is they separate the head from the torso. Mm -hmm. And they bring the torso out. Then they go back in. Now the head's floating inside the, the uterus. Mm -hmm. And they grab the leg. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the head. And they squish it, spilling its brain to be able to let the, the head fit through the birth canal. Okay. That's an abortion. How can we, whatever your statistics, and I'm going to address that as well, whatever your statistics are, whether the mom's life depends on it, whatever the circumstances are, mm -hmm. how can you justify dismembering a baby? Right. Now, say, for example, in, like I said, of course, there's always going to be drastic cases to everything, right? Right. Now, say in the drastic Wait, case. Wait, what is it? Are you saying the, the medical is a drastic case uh, as, as far as for um like well say for example if a woman who's is a rape victim right because that's okay. the one that always comes up a woman is a rape victim and due to the rape was was uh, produce a was produced child in that case are you still against the i guess the, the abortion, abortion for that killing for, a baby right for the fact that it was i guess it was it, it was it wasn't consensual conception right it right. was forcefully put upon her well for those listeners that do believe in god i want you to understand that you have to ask yourself a question mm -hmm. do you believe that god gives life if you believe that god gives life then we don't have the right to take it away mm -hmm. and we have a man and a woman coming together and every it, not every time that there is a uh, sexual intercourse does it produce a baby right why because there's something very important missing mm -hmm. and that's the soul Right. And you have to ask yourself, when is the soul inserted into the, the human being? Mm -hmm. And for those of you that believe in God and those of you that believe that Jesus was born from a virgin, mm -hmm. you, have, you may have all the science. But if you don't have all the science and you don't have the soul, you don't have a baby. Okay. And we have to be realistic of how Jesus was conceived. Jesus was conceived without the biology per se, mm -hmm. without a man and a woman having sexual relations. Right. So as a, as a born again Christian and biblically speaking and referencing the Bible, Malachi 12, one B says that it is God who inserts the soul into a man. 
So when there's a ba- there's a conception when at the moment of conception when the the sperm fertilizes the egg and there's a baby mm-hmm. being pr- that growing it's a baby because it's not going to grow into an elephant right right it's already a baby it's just at a at a very early stage of development mm-hmm. then the soul is already there because it's already a baby mm-hmm. it's already a baby so i'm i'm speaking to those that actually believe in god and that god created man and okay. woman now to the to the rape victim First of all, the statistics do not support that we need a blanket law mm-hmm. to allow the killing of babies for a very, it's actually the statistic is very small. Now, am I, am I saying that rape victims don't matter? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And we need to be understanding and compassionate and provide the help for the healing because there is healing right there is healing but it never never is the right choice to impart a death penalty on the most helpless and innocent of the victims of of this whole situation Mm -hmm. but if you look at the testimony of women who have been raped Mm -hmm. and have kept their baby never have they regretted it okay and for the the human beings that are born from of that are a product of a rape Mm -hmm. they are very happy to be alive and you ask the mom do you see your rape the your rapist uh, face in your child and i've never heard one say Mm -hmm. yes no they say i see my child and i love them and i'm thankful that that they chose that the, would i chose the, life chose to keep them yes and as a matter of fact we see extreme cases where um very close to home where they have been raped mm-hmm. and then then they were they produced a baby mm-hmm. they had the baby and then they were never able to have any more children mm-hmm. and they love that child unconditional right so now let's talk about the medical okay Again, a very small statistic. Right. Let's realize that over 87% of the abortions are performed as an elective. And this is for those of you that believe in God and for those of you that believe in scripture, you know that in the times of the Old Testament, there was babies that were sacrificed to pagan gods, mm-hmm. Moloch and Baal. Mm-hmm. And what they would do is they would have a born baby mm-hmm. and they would put fire inside this uh, statue, a man-made statue mm-hmm. whom they ask for favor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's ridiculous, right? A man creates, it's like somebody created this water bottle. Right. And then I sit and bow and ask this water bottle for miracles. Right. It's ridiculous. And that's what they were doing. But then they would heat the belly of the God so much, and it had some flat hands. And -hmm. for those of you that can't Google it, Google it so you can see what it looked like. And then they would put the baby on this flat hand and fry them to death. Mm -hmm. Offering to these pagan gods as sacrifice for fertility. Ridiculous, right? Right. You sacrifice your own baby to have more babies. And then also for um, the the produce to be, have a good harvest. Mm-hmm. And so this sacrificing of babies and killing babies is nothing new to humanity. Right. How can the most advanced nation in the world, the most powerful nation in the world, mm-hmm. 
say that a baby's life, because they're in a very early stage of their development, mm -hmm. has no value. Okay. When we dehumanize and we kill the most innocent of our society, you and I don't stand a chance because mm -hmm. they never will stop. They will always find a reason why they were they can kill us. Mm -hmm. Now, Dr. Leventino, you can look him up. Please, everything that I say, please look it up. Okay. Dr. Leventino was an abortionist mm -hmm. and he performed... Gosh, I always forget the number, whether it was 1,300 or 1,500. Okay. Now, the guy that actually used the sonogram machine, he actually performed tens of thousands of abortions, mm -hmm. and he stopped cold turkey when he saw what was happening in the womb and what he was causing. Okay. And so the Dr. Leventino had no qualms in performing abortions. His, they could not conceive, and he has testified in Congress. Mm -hmm. So you can look him up and, and listen to his testimony. For those of you that say, follow the science, right. he's a medical doctor, okay. follow the science. And so he, uh, they couldn't conceive him and, his, him and his wife, so they adopted a little girl. Mm -hmm. Soon after they adopt her, lo and behold, they get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Well, they loved their children. Right. And one day they were at a friend's house and their daughters, the kids were playing in the front. And all of a sudden, they hear the scream. They hear the screeching. Their daughter, their adoptive daughter, mm -hmm. was run over. And she died. She died in his arms. He said that the next abortion that he performed, because when you perform an abortion, it doesn't matter how little the baby is. Mm -hmm. You have a Petri dish. And you have to account for every part of the body. Okay. Because if you don't account and it, it, something stays within the mom and, and it starts to rot. It's it toxic. Can, yes. And the mom, the mom can die then. Mm -hmm. And so he said that for the first time after his daughter died, he saw the, the Petri dish and he started noticing it was a hand mm -hmm. and it was an arm and it was a leg. And then he had the torso and the head. And he saw that baby he had just killed as a human being. Okay. He said never again did he perform an abortion. As a matter of fact, he now became a pro-lifer. And he says, going back to your question of medically needed, right. there's situations where the baby needs to be not in the mom's body. Right. But he said after that, they... Um, provoke the the baby to be born they the the baby is born alive now after that whether he live the baby dies or lives is up to god um but they never have to kill the baby inside the womb and he says and depends on the gestational stage the baby is in and they've seen some real miracles where they just really didn't i mean this baby was maybe a month or two months old mm -hmm. and and God chose for that baby to continue life and they continue to live. Now, there's something wrong with everybody. Okay, I just, sure. right before this, I you said, is are the, are the headphones too right. loud? And what did I say? I'm partly deaf. Right. And that's something, a trait that comes from my family. I don't have hearing aids, but Sonia's here, my right hand, uh -huh. and she knows she has to repeat things. <laughs> if I turn around and laugh and smile and... It, Chances are I didn't understand what she was saying. Um, <laughs> so she repeats it again. So who's going to determine tomorrow that if you're partly deaf, then you don't have the right to live? Okay. So we have, you You were talking about the babies that come with 
a, a malformity or right. an illness. Who's, who has the right to decide that? Not only that, science does not support it. Mm -hmm. Because most of the babies that the doctor says there's something wrong with them, they need you need to perform an abortion, are actually born 100% healthy. Hmm. Had the moms and the dads made a decision to kill this baby, right. we wouldn't know. Well, I know also like if you have a child that's a stillborn child. Right. And it's already, like you said, it's already passed away. But the pregnancy is still there because it's still in there. The only way you could get them out is by having an actual abortion. Well, no, you actually, there's medicine that, prov whatever, what it does is it contracts the uterus okay. to actually go Forcefully into labor. Into labor, early into labor. labor. Okay. That's not an abortion. Okay. Um, now, I know, like you said, you're a born-again Christian. Yes. Do you think within politics there should be a separate separate uh, separation of church to, and yeah, state? Yeah, you need to separate church and state. Absolutely not. Why is that? First of all, our country was founded on biblical principles. Mm -hmm. If anybody that knows anything about government, in Isaiah thirty three twenty two, for those of you that have a Bible and those of you that don't, look it up. Look it up on your um, Google. Isaiah thirty three twenty two. It says that God is our king our just our lawgiver and our justice mm -hmm. what are those three things those are creed or creo for it's the... our branches of government mm -hmm. the executive the judicial the, the judicial which is the supreme court right. the executive which is the president and the lawgiver which is congress mm -hmm. at least it's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> and if you go to washington dc you can see the imprint mm -hmm. of the early buildings and how at the Supreme Court, you see Moses with the Ten Commandments. Why? Because every time there, Winston Churchill actually said it, and I love to hear, you know, share it with people because he says, in order for there to be a government, there must be a people who want to be governed. Mm -hmm. Why do we have this need to be governed? Because we need parameters. Right. Any society that operates without para parameters, or now we, we call them laws here in, mm -hmm. in the United States, then there will always be those that take advantage right. of, the, of the weaker. Going back to the abortion, mm -hmm. that's exactly what's happening. We're, right. we're seeing the, the adults, the ones that are already born, mm -hmm. like Reagan said, I see that everybody that has an opinion about killing babies are, you know, or abortion have already been born. Right, or already alive. And so th what what uh, our foundation gives us and especially when you read the farewell speech of george washington our first president mm -hmm. he very eloquently and very precise it said, talks about the fact that if we ever take god out of our society mm -hmm. we will lose our morality okay and so when i was taking my master's degree i was asked a question and it was do you believe that we can legislate morality? Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, can we legislate morality? See, that, that's difficult because a lot of us should have a moral compass, right? Correct. Unfortunately, depending upon the, the society that you grew up in or what you've seen or what you've seen to be not right and wrong, but beneficial and non-beneficial to your survival mm -hmm. it differs from person to person 
You know what I mean? So not not everybody. The majority of us have. All right, this is wrong. This is right. But Can then we, you have that skew, right? You know, to where well, this, is this really wrong? You know, because mm-hmm. being brought up certain ways, it that wasn't wrong when you were being brought up. You know what I mean? So it it, it it's kind of different. But it, as far as the the question, I, I, I'd want to say. It's difficult for me to answer that. I mean, I'd want to say you need. See, now I'm trying to. I blanked on all the question again. Sorry, <laughs> can it's we legislate day. morality? morality. Uh huh. Um, you have parameters for morality, I guess. Just to say, make sure that you're doing that. You have you know wrong and right and wrong. Just like when you're talking about you know God and and whatnot, like the Ten Commandments, right? Right. Those are suggestions of basically what you should and shouldn't do, right? And well, not for not for Christians. Oh no, well, well, for for Catholics, right? Well, for Catholics, well, I'm not a Catholic. Is, well, well, I'm actually Catholics, evangelical. For Catholics, you have well, if you do this, you're screwed. If you do that, <laughs> you're screwed. So you know what I mean? I don't it's think either it says it like that, but okay. but yeah. Well, basically, if you break one of the commandments, then you're going to burn in a biblical hell, and because if you have a child out of wedlock, then you're going against God's um one of the gods things that you have to have children within you know within marriage because of the procreation you definitely don't have never read the bible have you? i've i've read i'm well i'm not christian so but you've never read the bible i've read enough to where i'm like yeah i'm, I'm good with that i'm good with i that. don't think you have i don't think you have read it but mm-hmm. going back to the original uh-huh. question can we legislate morality Yes, absolutely, we can legislate morality. It just depends on who is in power, mm-hmm. is whose morality we're going to legislate. Okay. And we see that right now with the administration that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, all the illegals that they're coming in. Right. It's immoral to, t- to impose into the society in the United States that funds the government. Because if, if you take anything out of this conversation, understand this. The government doesn't have any money. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as government funding. Right. It's all us. This funding. is us. Right. This is us. And why is it that we don't have a say on where the monies go? Mm-hmm. And right now, one hot topic amongst the Democrats is is the bill that they propose for veterans, right? Mm-hmm. That they say, how dare the Republicans not vote in favor of giving these um, veterans, my husband's a veteran, and, mm-hmm. and, and not give them the money, those that worked in the tar pits and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we go, everybody that I have asked that has a- attacked me on this, mm-hmm. I've asked them, have you read the bill? Okay. And they're like, they put, they'll, because usually it's on social media. Mm-hmm. You can go on my social media and I, I try to, when I answer, I don't try to attack. What I try to under, have people understand is bring uh, knowledge to them. And, and then once you have the facts, mm-hmm. then make an, form an opinion out of the facts, right. but not what the media does. And that's one of the reasons that I'm very thankful that you're giving me this opportunity mm-hmm. because El Paso media ignores me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people still don't know that they have a choice in November. Right. They don't have to vote for the same old, same old. Because right. in order to get something different, you have to do something different. Right. And so... Um, Understanding the morality of going back to the country, mm-hmm. we need to understand that this country was founded with a very biblical foundation. Mm-hmm. And when we are, we see our society like right now, again, the, the veterans, I hate to jump back and forth, right. but 
with the veterans unless we understand what is written in that bill. Mm -hmm. And and I will warn everybody. Anything that the Democrats propose right now has a really fancy title. They're really good about giving these fancy titles that Mm -hmm. make people uh, oh uh, build back better can we say we're better now oh no Uh, and and then this this um the for the veterans i forget what the the fancy name is we'll look it up right now but it's very oh my gosh yes why wouldn't you want to support it Mm -hmm. but in reality it has 40 billion dollars within that bill Mm -hmm. that nobody has to account for right guess where they're where they want to send that money uh i would say ukraine probably illegals <laughs> it's for illegals okay you as a tax paying voter mm-hmm. if they put it in front of you and they say okay you're you're working your tail off right. in order to have what you have right how about you donate half of your paycheck mm-hmm. and let's give it to the people that are already coming into our country illegally right why don't you give half your paycheck to them would mm-hmm. that be okay with you uh, of course not. But why not? See, now we're going back to the mor- moral thing. Right. Cause Who's going to determine that? Well, as far as for that, now, when, as far as when it comes to, you know, we're, what I'm earning for, like you said, when you're trying to earn a living, you're earning a living for yourself and for the ones that you feed, right? The ones that you keep the roof over their heads. Your not loved so much, ones, yeah, yes. Not so much people that just want to come in and they give me, give me, give me. Now, I'm cool with giving. I have no problem giving. But now that's out of the kindness of my heart. Exactly. It's not because I'm being forced to give. Absolutely. So you know? do you trust the government to have um, to be wiser and more knowledgeable to determine how to use your heart and money? You see, now, when you say trust, that comes into different things, because when you talk about when you and when anytime anybody hears the word politician, uh-huh. first thing you think of is the cricket. <laughs> Absolutely. Because they, you know, they people take lobbying money from PACs and they have to vote one way or other or else they're not going to get reelected because they need the money to run and, you know, put up um, billboards, put out messages out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, everywhere to put their, their, their advertising uh-huh. and get everything out there and get their message out. Uh, look, like you mentioned earlier, Bethel O'Rourke, the thing that, 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 that I hate besides the fact that I think he's a complete idiot um, it should it should be alarming when you're you're running for representative a representative in Texas, right? Right. And you're making fifty four. You've raised fifty four million dollars, and forty six of those fifty four million dollars are from people out of state that have nothing to do with fucking Texas. That should be alarming. And then since he was actually getting backed by Soros, uh, that should be double alarming. That should really open your fucking eyes. Well going you can you can have money coming in i i I don't have a problem with that what i have when they ask me when i'm interviewed not by the media here because again the media here ignores me right why porque no les conviene right because because i'm brown and i'm a republican wait a minute yeah because el paso's yes 98 percent i guess a blue city no matter which way they go the six people that vote for el paso they're all blue so it's crazy that and because I was, and then Austin's turning into uh, like a little freaking California now. Absolutely. And then it's also getting a bunch of homeless people now because everybody's going with that same mentality, moving over here. And they're like, we need to come over, we need to come over here to make it better. 
but we need to do what we did in California because this shit you guys you do is like, well, you can't do that. That right. doesn't work. That mentality doesn't work. Absolutely. But Austin's almost well. Austin's always been kind of out there too. Though. They're they're fucking crazy. Well, they're weird. That's yeah, what yeah. they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, they are. Well, hell, he had Matthew McConaughey from there, so I'll be there. No, tells, he's from. Yeah. But he's he was a Ovalde. UT guy, wasn't he? Well, yeah, I, th- I think he graduated from there, yeah. but he's actually from Uvalde. Oh, that's another shit. That's another shit show. I think so. I, th- I find it very odd, very odd, that he starts coming into the political realm. Mm-hmm. And then and, that, happens, and in then that happens in his hometown. And all of a sudden he has a platform. But he said he's not running anymore, though, right? You don't think he will? <sighs> I mean, look. You said you, you trust. You you brought <laughs> out a very good, you brought out a very good point, and I want everybody to understand that the ugly side of of politics and mm-hmm. and if and if we can take that word out, politics, mm-hmm. it's government. Okay, right. government affects every part of your life, whether mm-hmm. it's the headphones we have on, the, obviously the gas we pump into our right. into our car, and I just want to remind everybody that on election day mm-hmm. in El Paso. Gas was a dollar fifty-eight a gallon. As soon as Biden got, and I use this term very lightly, elected. Okay. Um, the the markets, of course, the investors, they operate on knowing they they invest knowing that they're going to have a return. Right. So then the investors hold the investment automatically prices start going up Mm -hmm. and everybody needs to be doing the research of when the gas started going up because it was not the war in ukraine that caused the price to go up no that was the way you spin it to that way you could justify the cost well in our representative i we have her own social media uh post where she says the the president has no control over how much gas co- uh, costs. But now all of She's a sudden... He's taking all the credit. He's now, taking all the credit. Now he is, right? Yeah, he's but, full of shit. Yeah, so the reality is a, a population that is not educated and mm-hmm. doesn't understand, it's easily seduced and persuaded to vote in a different direction. Right. When, again, going back to the bill for the veterans, mm-hmm. everything, when I ask them, do you, have you read the bill? Okay. And they put a clip of a link of some newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I tell them that's not the bill. Right. You need to read the bill. Right. And so we're operating and voting very ignorantly. And mm-hmm. we shouldn't do this because it hits us in our pocketbooks, but it also hits us on our freedoms. Right. And and I know, so like going back to the different, I mean, so we're, we're, I mean, we're touching so many different stops. Um, Going back to when when a bill's presented, I know there was. Oh, I can't, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head which freaking bill it was. I think it was when right before they shut down the government for what was it like four months back in uh, a few years back. There was a bill. You mean when we didn't get paid? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there was a bill. I remember that. And, 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 and one of the worst things that sucks about that that I hate about that shit is that the ones that are saying like. The our, our leadership uh-huh. that says, you know what, we're fighting for you guys, but we're not going to pay you for. I'm getting paid, but you're not going to get paid, paid. But we need you on our sides. Well, first of all, how the hell can I back that? Right? That makes zero fucking sense. But that is politics in a nutshell. But when when there was a bill that was coming up, and they said, all right, here's the bill to fund, so we won't have to shut everything down. But there's these annotations on it, and I need it. 
it's and I remember I can't remember which Congress person came out. Um, There's like all right, the 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 bill reads like twenty five hundred pages, and it was given to them like on a Monday morning. They had to vote Tuesday afternoon. There's no feasible way that you're going to be able to read everything because they have so many attachments to it that you can only get Bill A passed if C D E F G is also in there. There's no clear standing bill until it's early to the point where people are already fed up. They're like, all right, well, let's let's table all that other shit and let's just do that. And that's and that's when people, like you said, when when you're looking at what the news is giving. Six companies run all, all the of media. it. Worldwide. Worldwide. Six companies, and the majority of them all are always back at the same side. And that was evident when uh, Trump was running against Biden, when Facebook, and now all of a sudden are, uh, was it the truth, um, uh, the truthers out there that were putting out the um, the fact checkers that were putting oh. out all that shit. Yes. And the moment that you had anything, regardless of what it was, if it mentioned Trump, it was the toned down so that way nobody hears it, nobody sees it. But now if it mentioned Biden to his huge crowds of eight people that he had to go support his ass. <laughs> in their vehicle. In, in, in his basement, in his fucking basement when he was half asleep. It, it, and, and it's crazy that, I, I guess, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I'm old is that people... I, I can't see I how can people could you believe I'm it. I older than you. <laughs> I just can't see how people can't see how it's being persuaded one way and people aren't fighting to say, all right, if we want something better, why can't we get the truth down the line? Cause like one of the people um, that I really liked her stance on was a uh, Tobert from uh used to be from Hawaii. Oh, right. Uh huh. And the thing, even though she was democratic, she was very, from what common I had sense. saw, she was common sense but she was like, wait a minute, I could see how this would work for a Republican. I like this. I don't like that. How about we agree in the middle? And the moment she mentioned something like that, she was not she was a black sheep mm-hmm. of the Democratic Party to the point where they ran her out. She had spoken on um like I mentioned earlier, the Joe Rogan show. She had spoken about something just simple that I guess they have like a gym right at the Congress. Mm-hmm. So before you go to session, you go down and work out. She said she was getting she was down there getting a workout on and she saw somebody from the Republican side go down there, get their workout on. And she's like, hey, that's that's good. You, you got to, you know, congrats. You get a good goal or a new personal best or whatever. Somebody from the Democratic side saw that. Says, why are you talking to them? Mm-hmm. It's just like high school, right? right? Why are you talking to them? They're not the cool kids. So, like, well, I'm working out. He's working out. There's. There's no politics. That's all it was. And the moment she came out of there after she showered up or whatever and got up, she was on the shit list. She was done. She yeah. said she at that point, she said she knew she was fucking done. And that's that's the sad part when it comes to politics, because no matter what you want to do at the end of the day, if you want to keep your job, just like everybody that wants to keep their job. Right. You have to fall in line. And if you don't, then guess who's out and they get the next person to come in. And that's a scary part, like you said, when you have people, fact checkers, which is all bullshit. Uh, I think there's there's an article uh, in the UK that came out about the fact checkers that was just like spam bots out to take down whatever was gaining uh, political um, uprise or political gain on the on the Republican side. They shot it down and they brought it down, so that way they could go ahead and filter it out. Mm. Um, and, and it's sad, like I said, people people automatically see something on the news 
and it's to them it's their bible right going back to that it's their oh that's 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 what they said that guy he right. would never lie to me you know who is uh tom broke up why would he lie to me well he wants to stay on tv right, <laughs> right? right. i mean he wants to stay on tv and that's why when you have all these people and that you have people that come out and you know start telling truths about things they start getting minimized they start getting villainized they start getting Labeled. taken off mm-hmm. because it's easier to dismiss somebody as a nut as opposed to somebody who might be trying to enlighten you on what's really going on you Absolutely. know what i mean and and, and that's and that's just crazy to me. Do you think there might ever be somebody who could actually be in power as far as maybe a president that is neither red nor blue? An independent? Is, yeah. Do you every, think that's it's every, America. It's possible. Do you think it's really possible? In the, all honesty, in everything what well, you've you seen in the politics. So one of the things that you gotta understand is that we have we have allowed the system we the people mm-hmm. if we're if people ask me all the time well how do you feel about um term limits right and i'm like if you don't like your congress member don't vote them in mm-hmm. so if you get a good congress representative or a senator mm-hmm. you're they're going to be termed out and you're going to get rid of them and lord knows what's next mm-hmm. so let's look at the entire equation right and the power again this is so important for people to understand that the power is in the people okay you don't like your your representative don't vote for them right and not only that help the other candidate tell your friends and family my family started voting red mm-hmm. because i started to notice i started having the conversations okay everywhere we go we we are now I mean, in a dire strait in our country. Right. If we don't win the house in November, mm-hmm. we will continue down this spiral downward direction that it, it should scare us. Right. It really should scare us. And now we have enough data. You can say whatever you want about Trump. Mm-hmm. And a mí no me cayó el saco. Okay. Anything that he said, even when he was a... When he was a, a candidate, when mm-hmm. he talked about Mexicans, right. and he said it, mm-hmm. the the reality is that it didn't affect me because I'm none of those things. Right. And for those of you that don't know, and those of you that do know, my husband just retired from the border patrol, and guess mm-hmm. what he apprehended? Mm-hmm. Drug dealers. Right. Uh, murderers, rapists—they're all the spectrum. Yes. So. Of course, not every Mexican is that. Right. But the reality is, even now with what we have going on in our southern border, the majority are not Mexican. Mm-hmm. They're OTMs. Other than Mexican. Exactly. Right. And so we've got to understand now that we have the four years of Trump and now we have the atrocious two and a half years of Biden. Mm-hmm. Where do we want to be be as a country? Do we want to be begging other countries for oil? Do we want to be the laughing stock when we have uh, men dressed as women in uh, places of power? Right. Now, now women are not women enough to be woman of the year. Yeah. Now (laughs) that that is ridiculous. You know, Mm. you know, we are the laughing stock of the, of the world. Yeah. So, something that you had mentioned so you you had said you're you're very strong about we need to go ahead and hit the polls and make sure that you you believe every vote counts absolutely it should count every legal vote should count so do you believe 
and I know this is a question um, somebody had posted because I had asked uh, if you could ask somebody running for office what question this question was um, do you believe that Trump lost and can you what was the word that he said can you um, back shit, it up um, I'm gonna I'm, I know I'm gonna butcher it. that's what I was trying to look for right now when, while you were speaking I wasn't trying to not pay attention um, can you endorse the fact that he actually lost or not endorse it, but can you actually say that, yeah, all right, he lost? Well, first of all, let's look at the facts. Let's look at the facts. And that's one thing that the Democrats don't want people to do. Right. They don't want them to look at the facts. And the fact is, is that he was extremely ahead mm -hmm. at a certain point at night. And in the middle of the night when nobody was looking, all of a sudden these all these votes came in for Biden. You just said Biden was in his basement. Yeah. Okay, so exactly what yes. this what he said was, um, ask her if she believes Biden won the twenty twenty election, and if she'd certify the election, if even if Trump loses in twenty four, that's what. First of all, I don't, I wouldn't even even if I win, I don't have the power to certify the election. Okay. What I would I always stand on, and the chips may fall wherever they fall, mm -hmm. is we stand on the side of truth. Right. The the problem is, you just said it, with um, Tulsi. Mm -hmm. With Tulsi, it's their way or the highway. Right. And you don't, you can't have a conversation with them. Right. Um, we asked for a debate with Veronica Escobar. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't give me a debate. Mm -hmm. And then I, I specifically asked for a debate in Spanish because I want people in El Paso to understand. Right. Que no es la raza que ella dice que es. Right. And, and let's put things into perspective and, and in reality. And so what happened in the 2020 election should alarm all of us. Mm -hmm. And it happens here in El Paso. And it doesn't just happen to Republicans. Right. It happens to Democrats. If you go and look for the addresses and there is affidavits after affidavits after affidavits mm -hmm. sustaining and backing the fact that people that vote for the, and I call it, and, and call it whatever you want, I call it the mafia. Okay. Because that's how they operate. Mm -hmm. And they, if you're not in the Democrat mafia, mm -hmm. you will not win, even if you're a Democrat. Right. And okay. I've always said, cheating and voting doesn't only affect Republicans. Mm -hmm. It affects Democrats. Yeah, that's what happened to, uh, oh, what's that old boy's name? Which one? Uh, from Vermont, Bernie Sanders. Oh, with They're Bernie They're like, you're Sanders. so good, we're going to have to ask you to step down. Well, he, I, and <laughs> I was, he was gonna beating bring, Biden. He's but like, I was yeah. going to bring bring mm -hmm. him up because he's actually an independent. Mm. Right, he's, but he goes, he pushes so, on a Democrat to get on a well, bigger you, platform. Well, you have to make an alliance. Right. And uh, he chooses, unfortunately, he uses the liberal party. Because, why? Because he believes in socialism, right. which I don't even understand why we even use the word socialism. It's communism. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you that these people that are in Congress, and I'm talking about the AOCs and I, that didn't have a penny to her name yep. until she became a representative, and now let's look at her worth. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at, well, Beto came from middle class, I right. guess. His dad was a judge, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, yes, was yes, he was a county judge. Um, and then, but he, he married into one of the most wealthy families here in El Paso. Okay. And he went from college directly to run for office. How can you tell me that he knows what the working person 
knows and feels and, and, and lives through. Right. He's never worked a day in his life. No, nah, he's been too busy on his uh, bands and his DWIs and all that. Exactly. And it goes back to his dad, too. Yeah. This is This doesn't... It, this is family tradition yeah (laughs) this is their family (laughs) tradition right and so um the reality is is that just because they have a d here in el paso people will go pull the lever for them right not understanding that they're actually hurting Themselves. themselves like um the the election i don't want people to think that i'm running away from that question mm. i want to know the facts and everybody in america should want to know the facts okay. but there's so there's a documentary mm-hmm. it's called 2000 meals okay have you heard of it no it's by dinesh d'souza okay now the left will probably say oh yeah well he's a republican and trump uh, pardoned him and mm-hmm. these are cameras that show the evidence of the ballots being stuffed right in georgia in the middle of the night mm-hmm. who votes at two in the morning nobody that i know exactly. <laughs> everybody's already because the votes close down at eight so at seven here and, the voting places close at seven but because of this whole COVID thing they started um they had ballot drop boxes mm-hmm. and not just in georgia but it's it's very evident in that documentary okay and everybody should want to know the truth right now if you watch it and you say no 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 he's mm-hmm. still lost he's still lost okay but let's get the facts okay For, we always tell our kids because when they watch something and, right. and and they twist it in the media and they say and the bad cops and i'm like whoa 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 right right, right let right. the investigation unfold and form an opinion when you have all the facts. Right. And every American, including every El Pasoan, should want to know that. You see, but the, so the reason I was asking that also, because even if the facts come out, say the facts come out in 2032, mm-hmm. damage has already been done. Exactly. At that point, what does it matter? How can I still... As as a voter, how could I feel confident saying, you know what, I'm a vote here because I know it's going to make a difference. But people in power are going to put whoever the hell they want to put in place to pass whatever, not agenda because that's uh, that's going to sound conspiracy theorist, but to push whatever is being pushed at the time. How can people rely that their vote is still worth something, even if something like a rigged election happened, right? right? How can somebody still have faith in the system? Not so much the people. The people might be meaning well, but how can we still have faith in the system if at the end of the day, whoever A wants to win, A is going to win? Right. That's why That's why I said mm-hmm. cheating in voting right. affects Democrats and Republicans and independents. Yeah. And so we should all be, okay, fine, let's... It, it, let's say in El Paso, a group of people said, you know what? We're Democrats. We're going to vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. But I really want to know at a local level, was there any cheating? Okay. And so you you make it your mission. Mm-hmm. You organize and you move forward. Right. I can guarantee you, you're going to find cheating in El Paso. 
Oh, sure. You're going to find it. You're going to find people that have addresses that don't exist. Mm -hmm. You're going to find dead people. And one of the actual demographics that is used a lot here for cheating Mm -hmm. is the elderly. Okay. Because you go to a nursing home and things things are promised. Mm -hmm. Things are promised. And then now you have one person voting for all the pe- all the residents in that nursing home. Right. Why? Because there's no signature verification. Okay. So what did the Democrats do when at the state level they passed the bill or before they passed the bill and it was a voter integrity bill? Mm-hmm. They didn't they even go run away to D.C.? Mm-hmm. And it was twofold. It was because of voter integrity and it was because of abortion. Mm-hmm. So all these Democrats, they all fly to D.C. Mm-hmm. And, and mount on their high horse and saying, we're taking a stand. What are you taking a stand on? Right. Your right to kill somebody? Mm-hmm. Do you really need to, that much to see innocent blood spilled that right. you have to run away? And that's that's the, the, the mountain you're going to die on? Mm-hmm. And then also on the voting integrity, every minority should be offended at the fact that Democrats say that minorities can't have an ID. Right. Are you able to have an ID? Well, I have an ID. I'm, I'm sure you have several <laughs> I have IDs. IDs, but I have my passport. I have my right. license. I have my license to carry. Right. I have my social security card. When you go to school, you have an ID. Right. How many of us have flown out of El Paso recently and we see these people that are illegally here mm-hmm. and all they present are their papers to mm-hmm. be able to board a, a flight? They right. don't have an ID. Right. But going back to the voter integrity, mm-hmm. we should all be offended at the fact that the Democrat Party doesn't think that as minorities, we are capable of having an identity. And wouldn't you want... Every mail-in ballot mm-hmm. to be verified, signature verified. Even if your candidate wins, let's say they're all for Veronica mm-hmm. and I don't get any of them. Right. Wouldn't you as an American want to know that that person that cast that ballot mm-hmm. is that person Legal. For, for, for real. Actually, that for real. Alive, right. <laughs> for realsies. And so <laughs> we should demand it, voter integrity. And right. do you think there's no voter fraud here in El Paso? The, the elections um, administrator, mm-hmm. Lisa Weiss, guess who appointed her? Uh, who? Veronica Escobar. <laughs> you can't go against your boss. You want to keep your job. <laughs> well, the, the reality is, is that she has her tentacles in everything here in El Paso. And until we break that power, Mm -hmm. we are going to continue to see the corruption. And I could go into details so many. I'll give you an example. Okay. So in March of last year, I get a message. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's people in law enforcement. Okay. And they're saying, you know, there was a shooting mm. right next door to Veronica Escobar. Mm-hmm. And there is the constable put a car in front of her house 24-7. So Damn. what does that mean? That car is not in circulation in precinct one. Okay. And only uh, that's the precinct that right. put that car. So now the people of 
Precinct one have one less car. Right. And where is it sitting? In front of Veronica's house. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason they contacted me was because they wanted um, El Paso to understand that that's corruption at its finest because that's not the jurisdiction of the constable. Right. Because her life is more important than everybody else's. Exactly. Right. But that... even if, if it was a, a, a county person, then I can see it a little more mm-hmm. because the counts, constables are under the county, right? not under the federal government. And she is a federal elected um, official. official. Yes. And so I'm like, okay, where is it? Mm-hmm. So there goes Sonia and Irene and we went. <laughs> And yes, we witnessed. We didn't know where Veronica lived. Lived. We knew she lived on that house and that's on that street. Mm-hmm. And there's the car, and yep. it's right next to Memorial Park at the end of Copper, right next where it ends. Okay. It was in that little street. So we do a live from there, mm-hmm. and we say, you know, this car shouldn't be here. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that Facebook. Uh, took me, put me in took Facebook jail. <laughs> you, got, you got in trouble. I got in trouble. Yeah, that happens a lot around here. Yes, and so <laughs> why wouldn't you know? Your tax dollars yeah. are paying for that car. Yep. Why wouldn't you know? Why wouldn't you want to know that? So then a week later, because it was my first time, mm-hmm. uh, first time offender, <laughs> uh, that, oh, shit. that uh, we, we go back, we're back on, mm-hmm. but then by then we get told, hey, by the way, you should pass by because the car's gone. Okay. So we go back and we show and we what we say is if it wasn't illegal, if it wasn't corruption, mm-hmm. they should have just kept the car right. Yeah. They, there, right? They should have stayed there. Yeah, el que right. nada debe, nada teme. Right. But what happened? <laughs> it was off. gone. Public opinion. It was gone. <laughs> and people know. So w- I think that more than anything, if you ask anybody that has been involved in the in the movement, mm-hmm. because more than a campaign, this is a movement. Okay. And this is a movement for justice. Mm-hmm. And it's justice for the common person okay. like you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not we don't I don't have friends in high places. I don't I'm not I don't rub elbows with lawyers and judges here in El Paso. Right. But I can guarantee you within their own community. There's a lot of injustice going on. Oh yeah, I'm sure. and and I can and I know that people that are listening, somebody fell victim to some of those uh, just those, those corrupt, judges, uh, corrupt officials. But <laughs> again, going back to there's a party that has controlled El Paso for mm-hmm. sixty years. It's the Democrat Party. Right. I refuse to call it Democratic because it's there's nothing Democratic about the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. So it's a mafia. It's the I call, I call it the mafia. You can call it whatever <laughs> you want, but at the end of the day, we at the more we walk in this environment, mm-hmm. the more we realize how connected the powers that be are, mm-hmm. and who do they hurt? You and me. Do you think we'll ever get back to common sense? When, like you said, I know we're mentioning earlier, we're making you know, making fun of what pronoun and all. It's getting to a point where it's just it's it's just fucking ridiculous. The other day, Kamala came out, and 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 you know how great of a wordsmith she is. I mean, son of a bitch, she came out. And she's she like knows three words. Yeah, she, she repeats them and repeats them, and then starts laughing as she flops. That her. laugh, that laugh, fucking kills me. <laughs> she came out and she said, "I am Kamala Harris. I I am a her she pronoun, and I am wearing a blue dress." 
the fact that that's the start of your opening for any vice presidential speech is flipping ridiculous to me. Can we ever get back to just being regular people where we don't have to I identify as A, B, C, Z, Ford? I mean, it, it's 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 gone. Like you said, it's gone so crazy. And I know a lot of people would say, you know, we need to go. I remember Portland had a little movement for a while. They had um, oh, I can't remember what the name of the spot was. They had blocked off like six blocks. And I can't remember what the name they called. It was a city that they that, that oh, they called it. Oh um, yes, I was the it fuck was the name of that city? Either way, they said this is where real Americans live, where we have, um, everything is going to be, everything is allowed, every drugs allowed, anything goes. And they took over a police precinct actually, and they said we don't believe in borders, we don't believe in violence, but the first thing they did was put a border. Because <laughs> right. they don't want nobody going into this space, so they put a, a border. Um, they started. There's a bunch of cases of of beatings, rapes. Um, people around were shooting, were just getting shot at because and there was no laws. And yeah. they were minorities, and and all they really wanted was just to be able to smoke their weed and you know whatever other fucking psychedelic they were gonna do. And that lasted. Oh shit! That lasted what like three weeks before because i i know the government because even the i want to say the senator was like nope you got to do it you got to stand up for your rights and after a while i was like all right dude it's getting pretty fucking ridiculous because the city was like dude we we especially the police department there was like we need our precinct back because it was downtown it's the main precinct and they they gave it what they did was they basically cut everything outside of it so whatever supplies you had in there that's all you're gonna have and the moment somebody, uh, I believe, oh, I believe it was PD that tried to go in, and then somebody tried to assault the PD. So when PD, you know, responded to the assault on them mm-hmm. or the threat on them, well, now this person needs to go to a hospital. Well, you don't have a hospital in that four blocks, right? So what do you do? So now all of a sudden you're, oh, please help us. I was like, wait a minute, this is what you wanted. This is the life you wanted, and you have it, and now you see it's not that easy, right? Mm-hmm. Again, can we ever get back to normality where that doesn't happen? Well, first of all, we have to identify morality, uh, normality. And going back to what I asked you, can we legislate morality? Mm-hmm. It's morally wrong to kill people just because they cross into whatever you call right. a parameter or your fence or whatnot, right? right? Especially in America where you don't have any authority. This this doesn't happen in the United States. Mm-hmm. This should have been cut at, at the, the yes yep. as soon as it started. Mm-hmm. It should have been cut and put people in jail because unless if you have laws and they the laws don't have any consequences, people will step all over the laws. See, but in that case, the the even the mayor was saying to do it. The well, mayor yes. was because they opened up city hall and said take over it. That. And what were they? Almost, were they Republican or were they Democrat? They're fucking crazy. <laughs> well, no, but they're, <laughs> they're they the were. Democrat Party. Yeah, they're, they're That's the, what it's become. The far left is what they're being referred to. The well, they don't even left. identify. Like, we have a screenshot again of my opponent, Ronica mm-hmm. Escobar, who on her Facebook doesn't even identify as a Democrat. Okay. She identifies as a progressive. 
Okay. There's nothing progressive about progressives. Mm -hmm. They take us back to the dark ages. They take us back to where babies used to be sacrificed. Mm -hmm. They take us back where women were nothing. Going back to what we've touched on all over where now women are not women enough to be right. woman of the year. Right. And now, the progressives were, but that was a big movement because that's what AOC. Well, that's and what they are. are. But right? that's AOC. what Veronica identifies right. herself as. Is Stout who is pro is going to be the commissioner mm -hmm. again because there's no Republican running against him. He identifies as a progressive. Mm -hmm. Beto identifies himself as a as a progressive. Yeah. And so for those people um, that are Kennedy Democrats, mm -hmm. your party has completely abandoned you. The DNC chairman, the Democrat National Committee, mm -hmm. has said that in the party, there is no room for pro-lifers. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you have left the party. Your party has really left, left you. you. Right. And But if you look, if you go back, and this is so important, we need to seek information. We need mm -hmm. to seek knowledge and go back to the root. Who founded the Republican Party? Uh, wasn't it... Um I don't know my mind. Six oh, black men. Yeah, because I remember because Lincoln. they wanted they wanted they wanted to do away with slavery. They yeah, wanted Lincoln was the Republican Party was a party that got rid of slavery, right? Because that's what Lincoln was. Right. He was a, he was. But and then where did the Jim Crow laws come from? Oh, Democrats. The Democrat Party. See, but so then you, when but, you when uh -huh. you talk about that, no, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. When you talk about that, there's always been the big theory out there that at some point in government time. Democrats and Republicans, their party actually switch switch roles. That what was the Republican Party back then is now the Democratic Party. Now. Absolutely. But That's I can't find <laughs> I can't find anywhere, and this is going upon. Uh, there's the I can't remember this girl's name. She was a black uh, history teacher for I want to say for Harvard, and she came out and said oh. this was all bullshit. Well, she didn't it was say all, it like no, that. No, no, well, in layman's terms. she's a Christian. So in I layman's terms, she said, this is all lies. This is all just congregated so that way we could go ahead and these guys could just feel better about themselves and take that take that away from I'm the trying Republican to remember Party. her name because I read her book. Yeah, I, read I can't her, remember her name off the top of my head. She has really short, short hair. Yeah. It'll, it'll come to me. But yeah, definitely. And she talks about the fact that the in, in the area where she... Um, grew up mm -hmm. very heavily black community where people vote for democrats it's kind of like the kim clasic right when she talks about baltimore mm -hmm. it's they keep uh promising all these things and then they don't deliver right and and they just get wealthier and wealthier and that's what's happened with el paso politicians we have Veronica Escobar, we mm -hmm. have Beto O'Rourke, and then we that. have Anello, we have Cassandra Hernandez, we have everybody. They're, they're, we're so much in debt now mm -hmm. that it's going to take us generations to get out of debt unless we really buckle down and we start electing fiscally responsible people. Right. Would you, in your, in your home budget, mm -hmm. would you say, hey, you know what, we want to... We want let's let's go buy a truck. Let's just add another line item to mm -hmm. our budget. Right. Any sensible person is going to say, "Wait a minute, where where is our finances? How much are we bringing in? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you're bringing in more than it's going out." Well, what if we eliminate this, then we right. can buy this. Why can't we demand that from our government? 
we're you're talking about that bill that was 2500 pages right. long that's what it is mm-hmm. it's a lot of wasteful uh spending and this has gone out on for a long time yeah, forever and when we talk about small government we're not just talking about the politics politicians we're talking about all the administration mm. that actually supports the politicians and supports every agency the government does not need to be involved in every step of your life right um one of the big failures of america and being a born-again christian it, it breaks my heart mm-hmm. because i think the church has really um given up their role biblical role Mm -hmm. to look after the widow and the orphan and jesus himself said you will always have the poor amongst you so we're never gonna we should try to do better but as individuals not as a government Mm -hmm. you said it i should choose who i want to donate to right you should you should. And where does that come from? That comes from your moral compass. Right. That comes from your conscience. Mm-hmm. That's why in our Bill of Rights, we talk about the, especially the First Amendment, which is the freedom of religion, the freedom of press, and the freedom of assembly. Mm-hmm. And so why is the freedom of religion so important? Because it's our conscience. Going back to the scenario that, that I gave you, would you stand and watch a child being dismembered or beat to death Mm -hmm. in front of you, even by their own parents. You said no. Right. Why? Because it's your conscience. It's your moral compass. Mm -hmm. And that comes from God. And that's why it's so important to understand the history of our nation. You identify as an atheist, Mm -hmm. but you're in America. Mm-hmm. You've benefited from the foundation of our nation, a very biblical foundation. And let me let me give you an example of when I was in D.C. one time, because I'm 100 uh, percent pro-life, more than a pro-lifer. I'm an ab- abolitionist. Um, there was a, a man, a young man. If you looked at him, he looked like a skinhead. Mm-hmm. And it was him. And I saw him. He had like a. Um, homemade like with uh pvc pipes and uh, it had pipe bomb? no 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 no, oh, no 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 plumbing <laughs> <laughs> well he had the pvc but it was it was and i always forget that the word basically on one side it was like a triangle and he had on one ban on one side one banner on another another banner and another side the other banner mm-hmm. and he's in, in one of the sides the banner was a slave that had been whipped and you saw the the scars and the title on it was not a human Mm -hmm. because they did believe that slaves were not human beings. And so, and then on the other side, it had the Jewish people during the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. And what did the Germans believe of the Jewish people that they weren't fully human. Right. And so the title says not a human. And on the other side, it had all these body parts of aborted babies. Mm -hmm. And the title was Not a Human. So I went up to him and I said, who are you with? Mm -hmm. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, yeah, well, are you with a church group? Who are you with? You know what he told me? What's up? He said, I'm an atheist. Okay. And I said, where does this come from? And he said, everybody knows 
or if you don't know, you're going to know right now that Roe v. Wade passed on January the 22nd, 1973. Mm-hmm. And so that's when uh, abortions became legal nationally. More than Roe v. Wade, there was a f- more damaging case that was decided on that day, and nobody talks about it, but mm-hmm. it's ca- it's uh, Doe v. Bolton. Doe versus Bolton. Okay. And, um, and that's why we had the atrocious... 60 over 65 million babies um killed in the united states since 1973 Mm -hmm. uh, victims of abortion so he says i was conceived before 1973 okay and i am here he said my sister was conceived in 1974 after 19 roe v wade Mm -hmm. came into law and i have no sister and he as an atheist was advocating to um, do away with Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. And he said it with deep um, hurt. Right. And so where does that come from? It comes from your moral compass. Mm -hmm. It comes from your conscience. And as a God-fearing human being, God, I know that God is who gives us the the moral compass. Right. Now, one thing... So I'm seeing what you're like. I said I I, I see what you're saying, but it, it comes off a little bit. And this is something like uh, uh, this is something that that happens usually with people who are really religious. Is that you're saying? Well, you know, like you said right now, I've benefited from you know you know the God Christian or not, but people. So basically, a lot of Mexicans, right? Or if you're if their parents are Catholic, the kid is automatically catholic right right they have no they have no say so until they're old enough to make an, an adjustment or, or their own opinion or the, as an adult to go ahead and start looking around to see where they're at mm-hmm. so when when somebody starts talking about church you know and there's more than just one religion in in, in the world people start getting put off from other people when they say you know what's because god you know, you know, like you said, God is this, God is that. And it makes them, it, it, it sounds almost snobbish to where people are like, wait a minute, you're saying just because I don't believe in God, I'm less than, I'm less than what you think. So that's, that's why, that's why I was asking the question. Cause a lot of people, uh-huh. especially nowadays, like you said, cause now even like within the Catholic church where every, where one of the things, one of the huge things was that, um, if you're gay, you are beneath the church. You're not worth their time. You're basically, um, you're the enemy. And now that the Catholic Church lost so many people, they're accepting of, oh, now gays are cool. Gays are welcomed. We love them. And and it's to the point where if if somebody isn't that same religion, automatically because of two different beliefs of i don't have your beliefs sometimes people believe like oh well if you're not if you're an atheist or if you're catholic you're not part of what i'm thinking well i'll just think for you and it comes off kind of um i don't want to say rude but it comes off kind of asshole-ish i guess you could say you know what i mean because people are like no well, i well, don't well, know what well, you mean well well if you don't if you don't like what i'm uh-huh. saying if you don't like if you don't agree with what i'm saying where i'm getting this from then i'll just make up your mind for you mm-hmm. and it's like well wait a minute this that, that that's when people start rebut you know pushing back a little bit and saying well, well why are you gonna make uh-huh. up your mind for me if 
that's not what I'm thinking, you know, because there's that's what I was saying uh, when just because some things are are certain down the line. Right. If I'm Christian, I can't do this. I can't do that. But like like my mom, like my grandma was heavy, heavy Christian. Right. She couldn't she wouldn't allow my like my uncle to go watch her movies because she didn't know what was going to come out in the movies. Mm-hmm. So movies were evil. If you watch movies. You're an evil person. It's like, well, wait some a minute. Some of them are evil. Yeah, some of them are, but not all of them, mm-hmm. right? So we can't just put everything in one box and say, all right, they're all evil, right? Because there's mm-hmm. cartoons that fall into that. There's, you know, there, there's stuff like that. We can't just put everything in, in, in one ball. And that's why I, I think, you know, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. The reason the U.S. or America even started was because we were getting away from people telling us what religion we had to be when we were in great britain or england or wherever the hell we came from right we ran away <laughs> well, because every you and me came no, from england. right right but but america <laughs> came uh, america my... came because they were being told this is what you have to be so they want they didn't want that so they came over here to set Absolutely. up their own thing so, so that's why yes. i was saying shouldn't we separate church and state for the fact that that's what we originally got away from no, that's not what we got away from. The what they got away from the pilgrims. Actually, what they what they got away from, and again, this is why it's so important to seek knowledge. Mm-hmm. So the king of England wanted to get a divorce, and in the Catholic Church, you couldn't get a divorce. Okay. And as a king, he in England, they would think that the the king had was the head not only of government but also of the church. Mm-hmm. And so what he did for his own convenience to get a divorce Mm -hmm. was to actually form his own church. Okay. That's what the church of the Anglican church comes from. Mm -hmm. But then not only did he say, okay, now I'm Anglican. Mm -hmm. Now everybody has to be Anglican. Okay. And so what they sought was, and it was the Protestants. It wasn't the Catholics. It was the Protestants. They didn't agree with the Anglican Church, mm-hmm. so they came to the New World seeking freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. They didn't come seeking freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, freedom from religion, but freedom of religion to be able to worship God. Mm-hmm. And so, we need to understand where all this is born and where it has come from. And why it was so important to even have in our founding documents. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not imposing my religion on you. Now, for those that think that Christians hate gays, you cannot sustain that with facts. Okay. Now, whether whether you agree with it or you don't. Mm -hmm. Christians are the real Christians. I'm talking about born again. No, I'm not talking about church goers. Okay. I'm talking about born again Christians who are called to love everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, do we love the sin? No. And because we know that there is a hell and there is a heaven, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we out of love want to explain and share the truth with everybody? Okay. And so, again, going back to the fact that there is a creation, including you and me, mm-hmm. we didn't come out of nowhere. Right. Somebody, something created us. Mm-hmm. And that's the creator. And that's God. And why do you have a conscience? 
because God instilled it in your heart. Anybody that meets a true Christian mm-hmm. will know that they are the, the, the caring people, that they are the people that want to do no harm. Okay. They are the leaders in justice, mm-hmm. not injustice, okay. in se- in, two separate in words. Space. In space. Uh, yes, <laughs> in, for justice. Right. Because God in his own scripture and in, in the Bible, mm-hmm. it, he calls us to love justice. Okay. And so whether you're an atheist, whether you're a gay person, uh, or you choose to be living a homosexual uh, lifestyle, if I see an injustice, I will not just stand around and let it happen. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing more unjust right now in our, in our country than abortion. Mm-hmm. Because you're attacking the most defenseless of a being in, in our land right. and tearing them into pieces. Right. There has been uh, videos and everything else where people are advocating for save the eagle eggs. Okay. And, and they ask people to sign the petition. Absolutely. Nobody should be harming the eagles. And then mm-hmm. they say, okay, now this, this petition is to stop killing babies in the womb. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, we need, we, every woman has a right to make the decision. Mm. You're telling me an eagle egg has more value than a human being? Right. What do you think? Do you think a human, a human has more value or an eagle egg has more value? I think nature needs to just take its course. But you're not telling me, should we defend no, the eagle I, egg or should we defend the baby? See, because I'm not at the point where I'm there to do, I, I can't defend either one. That's not up to me. You to just defend. said it, though. You just said right, that not, you wouldn't stand for a, a right, child but, being killed. Yeah, so if what? I'm seeing a child being done that in front of you, uh-huh. then yes, you know, that's, you step in just So it's hate, okay that they do get, it. If, in, let's say she kills them inside their, their house. It's okay then? What do, you mean, what do you mean it's okay? I'm not. It's it okay to no, but, but the question wasn't if it's okay. The question was if I would do anything. If they kill them inside the house, I no, can't but you do said, anything. No, right? but you said that, you the, can't. The, right, no, but no, the no, original no. question was if I see it in uh, front of me. How are you going to stop it? Am I going to stop it? Yes. But now that person does it outside of my of my range and yes, I can't yes. do anything. Does it make it okay? No, I'm. Neither way did I say it was ever okay. But that's what I'm asking right. you now. Is it okay for that no, mom to kill the no. baby? So then why wouldn't you stand up for a baby that is defenseless in the womb of their mother? Because, again, that's not my. So then you don't value life. Well, it's not that I don't value life. It's just that that's not my life to say one way or the other. It's just like it's not um, just like when it comes to like child support. A guy is like if it's your child, regardless of what it is, you're paid child support whether you see him or not. Right. You don't you can't say, well, hey, I've never seen that kid. Well, either way, you're paying. Right. So that's that's not my place to say one way or the other. That's on the mom. You know, that's if that's what she's going to do. That's what she's going to do, because that's not my that's not my thing. That's not. But gonna, that's the but that's, that's, that's the fallacy of the message. But that's not going to affect me. It's not going to affect you. That's not that's not on me. No. So it's OK, then. Then it's OK. As, it's okay. as far what you're as saying, for, it's OK if a mom kills her baby in the womb. If that's what she wants to deal with and she can live with it. She but where will it she stop? To do. But it, where it, will it stop? You see, but it's just like saying, if I'm okay with somebody who, uh, like you said, commits murder, well, 
I'm not okay with it, but what can I do? What am I going to do? You know but what I mean? But we have laws that are against okay. murder. We right. have a laws that have consequences. Right. So if we have laws already, it doesn't matter what I think is okay. But where it, does it, it come matter, from? It, it's the laws that, but that are that there. But where does that come from? Where does that come from? It comes what from, what, from, your, from your moral compass. Okay, but but, but you it, saying no, it's not okay. Even speeding. Let's 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 step away from yeah. abortion. Mm -hmm. Even speeding. Okay. Somebody passes you at ninety miles an hour. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm just waiting for them to be wrapped around that next pole. Right. I was just like, whoa, that sucks, poor dude. That yes. dude better be okay. Better be slowed down or but then calm he, down. But then what happens if they hit somebody else? Then he hit somebody else. And what that's happens with that person? That's and what my, happens? What happens with that person? I don't. But know. is it right or is it wrong? That's. I'm not saying you can is, stop it. Is it right or is it wrong? The act itself. Yes. Of him speeding. Yes. And then it's, it's, yeah, it's okay, speeding. Okay, but the, you're breaking when, the law. Right. So if you're breaking a law that's already in, if it's already there, set in law, if you're breaking a law, then that's not right because you're breaking the law. But right. It's just like saying. Well, jaywalking's a law, so if you jaywalk, is that wrong? Well, it should be. It should be. It's it's a law. We so, should uh, we so should every, abide by the laws. So then, when when abortion was legalized, then it's okay then. No, because it, because there was early a law though. Well, there's a law, right? But then you go back to the moral compass. Okay, but but, but you go to back to the moral compass. Is it right to kill somebody? Right, but but like I said, so when when, when we're going by. If there's a law and they're breaking the law. There's unjust laws. Right. There's unjust laws. There's all kinds of different laws. Okay, so laws. What do, why do we have laws? To keep uh, to keep people in constraint to a certain degree so you don't have anarchy. To protect us, right? Mm-hmm. To protect us. Right. So when you have a law that doesn't protect somebody, mm -hmm. is it a just law? When I have a law that doesn't protect somebody. It doesn't protect people because the laws are in place to protect human beings. Mm -hmm. Correct. So if the law goes against protecting a human being, mm -hmm. is it a wrong law or is it a good law? doesn't matter what law it is. If it's a law, it's a law. No, we have I mean, good laws but, and we have bad right, right, laws. Right, right, right. Understandable. But if you break whatever law, whether it's good or bad, is there not consequence? Well, and I agree with you. There you know has I mean? to be consequences. Yeah, there's consequence if you break any law regardless right. of you because you know some people could say well and you're seeing this in california now stealing is bad right because right. you're breaking a law but as long as you steal under what's the limit out there six seven hundred dollars yeah it's okay it's okay so you just so take, it's just like okay well wait a minute now let me go three times right so <laughs> now now that's where you get into the little muddy of the whole thing right well there, is it a just law though? Laws. but is it a just law even that one even that one you mm, brought it up right even that is that a good law oh it's, it's a stupid law but it's a law exactly. nonetheless exactly why but it's a law that's enforced nonetheless but why why is it a bad law because it doesn't protect people the again going back to what winston churchill mm -hmm. said in order for there to be a government, there must be a people who want to be governed. Mm -hmm. Why do you why do you have government from the beginning? Any civilization, whether you're in the Indies, whether you speak a dialect, whether you've seen uh, uh, anybody outside your village, mm -hmm. every village, every people, every group of people always have parameters. Right. Those are laws. They're they're governments. Right. Now, where does the stealing law come from? The what law? The stealing. The, the, oh, the you, stealing the law. You shouldn't steal. That's provided by whatever the uh 
the state comes through with. It comes from the Ten Commandments. Thou, thou shalt shall not steal. steal. Unless it's under $700. Exactly. <laughs> Unless it's under $700. <laughs> Again, there's that little gray area which makes zero sense. But it doesn't but, make it a good law. No, right, right, right. Why? Yeah. Because it hurts right. people. Going back to abortion. If it's a law that doesn't protect people, mm. that doesn't that, that hurts people, right. and there's nothing more hurtful than causing death, right. harm to cause death, is is it a good law? Right. But what if it's under seven hundred dollars? Is that <laughs> the baby's see, that's life is not worth seven hundred dollars? You see, that, that's like and I said. That's our moral that, compass. That's where they keep. That, that's where the argument will come. Well, what if uh, there's always a what if? The right? what there's if always, always we a, will never end. No, with no the matter what, no matter what. Well, what if the sky doesn't isn't blue tomorrow? I mean, there's always those what ifs. So not, no matter what you do, it's always the circle of life, like right. the light, like Mufasa and Lion King and all that. It's a circle of life. So I know, like, I got so many more things to ask you about. I think we're gonna have to come. Back yeah, that's why. I'm yeah, so sleepy. Yeah, no, no, that's what we I was gonna say. Day. We're already an hour and a half into oh my it. Gosh. We both had a long day with work and whatnot. Before we sign off, tell the people why we should vote for you and not for Escobar and what you're going to do to make us better here. Well, the reality of things is what I had said before. Mm -hmm. If you want something different, you have to do something different. And this falls on the voters. Right. You have to vote different people into office. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, the people that have been in power have made a lot of promises right. and they have not fulfilled them. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I know that she, her commercial in, in 2020 was I brought $10 million to El Paso. Going back to there's no such thing as government funding. Mm -hmm. If you want to keep more of your hard-earned money, then I would appreciate an opportunity to serve the people of El Paso. I have no special interest. Mm -hmm. um, it's important that people understand the government process. Right. If you want to know who has... Uh, donated to my campaign, mm -hmm. I encourage you to go and look at my FEC report. report. Okay. It's um, fec.gov. Okay. But if you're going to look at mine, I invite you to look at hers, hers. as well. Right. And let's compare. Um, I have not raised the amount of money that she has. Why? Because I don't have a political uh, career. Mm -hmm. I have a career in the private sector. I was a realtor for, I, I still have my license for over 20 years. I am an educated, hardworking mother, wife, grandmother, mm -hmm. native of El Paso. And I do, I do know how government works. And one of the things that I would do on day one is give the power more back to the people and bring a lot of awareness into our community it's important that everybody in el paso understands how our government works not only at the federal government at the federal level right. but at the state and the local level right because i can guarantee you that once you start becoming more aware and understanding mm -hmm. just the facts forget forget parties let's just look at the facts right and i ask you a, a question that everybody has to answer mm-hmm are you better off here in El Paso? For, because for 60 years, Democrats have been in control. Right. We have seen the, the industries leave El Paso. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have competition of industries, then what happens? The wages go down. Mm -hmm. And who suffers? The America. Common people. The common people. Just right now, we're going through horrendous records uh, inflation. Right. 
what have they said? Oh, we gave the senior citizens uh, Social Security a 5.1% increase. Mm-hmm. We are now over almost at 10% uh, inflation. Mm-hmm. How can you say you're doing good for the people, especially the most vulnerable of our communities? Right. Um, Medicare, we Medicaid, no, is it Medicaid, Medicare, Medicare, just went up also. Okay. So in reality, that hike that they gave you at 5.1 is, is not even going to cover it. <laughs> the gentleman that was telling us about Medicaid was basically saying that the increase was 12%. Jesus. So you're already in the hole more than a hundred percent, more than a hundred percent. And again, going back to the economy. I want to remind everybody that on election day, the gas here in El Paso was a dollar fifty-eight. Right now, they're saying, "Oh, what a wonderful thing that mm-hmm. it's at three dollars, three twenty, whatever." Mm-hmm. It's still more than half of what it was yep. in November of twenty twenty. So you got a decision to make. What do you want? You want the, what we have right now, mm-hmm. or do you think it's time for a change? And I hope that the voters trust me with their vote. Okay. And where could the voters get more information about you um, as far as for um, your your platforms, your, your platforms your, your, so they could view and see either they want to go ahead and donate to you or as oh, well yes. as to see <laughs> as well as to see where you stand on all the hot topics. Well, let me, you're going to have to give me probably till Sunday because just last weekend my mm-hmm. website was hacked. No kidding. No. Duh, Soros. You- you think Hail Soros. You would think, you know, I still consider myself a nobody. And I'm like thinking, who would want to attack this little Mexican-American abuelita in El Paso? But they are. They're after yeah. us now. So if you go to IreneForCongress.com, okay. what you're going to see is a landing page for donations. Mm-hmm. Give us until Sunday. They're working on it because we don't have just any silly old website. We right. want to give the public an um uh, information to understand what is the most important for them and where do I stand on it we can go back you asked the the question can mm. we ever go back to, to common sense yeah to common sense <laughs> we can go back that's that's the exciting thing about the way our system is built here in America mm-hmm. remember there has never in the history of the world ever been a country like America True. and remember that the power lies on the people yes we have representatives and we elect them democratically but we are a republic we are not a democracy so Mm. there's a lot of um knowledge that i hope el paso that we bring to el paso Mm -hmm. because i don't want my people la gente del paso Mm -hmm. to suffer under the the, this uh regime that we are under Right. right now Awesome. Again, Irene for Congress. Irene Armin, that is Jackson. Time for change. Um, your Instagram is that, right? Irene for Congress? Irene for Congress, That yes. just changed, didn't it? Cause I just <laughs> yes. No, it is. Did that get I, hacked too? No, no. Or, it's Irene, well, I had am I Irene, talking to the wrong person? I had Irene for Congress border candidate, yeah. but I took the border candidate okay. uh, just because it's 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 long and when people ask me what's your instagram I yeah, it's for a Congress. lot it's a lot yes. so that's coming the the election's coming up november november 8th, 8th. so if you want to see change if you want if you're tired of the blue that we have here in el paso if you're tired of the bullshit check out something different hit the red give irene a shot 
you need to come back because there's a lot more stuff we need Excellent. to talk about. Like I said, it's early an hour and it's almost almost two hours, <laughs> and and we we still got a lot more. I'm sure there's. I mean, we only you know what I would love. Surface. I would actually love for people to send you questions. Okay. I would love to have a time for answer answering questions. Okay. Because it's a very twenty thousand foot view, you know. And <laughs> right. and if there's something that I want people to under to know about me, mm-hmm. is that I'm just like them. Okay. I'm just a citizen mm-hmm. um, that is tired of the way things are mm-hmm. and want to bring change. But I want to know what the community, what's important to the community. Okay. We have the polls, we have the data, but I want to know from my own people of El Paso, from the source what's of the important. Rosa. El Pueblo. There you go. Yes. Again, if you guys get a chance, I read for Congress on the IG, wait for her. Her website to come back up should be back up Sunday we if hope. it doesn't get hacked again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if Soros doesn't get his hands Soros. on it. <laughs> again, follow her. Give give everybody an opportunity. The fact that we're able to have an open conversation like this. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want to thank you for that. Thank you. Because I know it's a lot of the times if, if I'm not following a certain script with certain people, people get pissy. And that's mm-hmm. when everything goes straight to hell. But. The fact that you're open and you're welcoming to it, I appreciate that. I thank, thank you. I you. wish nothing but the best for you. Hopefully, something good happens for you in November. For we all will of see. us. And, for all of us. But we need to have you back before November. Now okay. I'll try to get Veto on here too. And then, Do it. And then I'll, 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 I have boxing gloves. I have. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a bottle. Of, we'll go through a bottle of uh, tequila. And we'll see what. <laughs> we'll see where the truth stands at the end of that. Well, I don't drink, so... <laughs> oh, it's going to be an early night then. <laughs> uh, so till next time, guys, remember, if you want to see something different, get out of the blue, go for red. Irene for Congress. Till next time, deuces.